Welcome to the Ask Coach Perry podcast. Get your running, triathlon, swimming, or cycling questions answered by one of the best coaches in the world today. Hey, welcome to it. It is uh, another Ask Coach Perry podcast. Lindsay Perry is with us once again. I'm Brad Brown. Lindsay, in the, the webinars that I, I hosted uh, just a week or so ago for, for the Comrades Marathon, I mentioned something, and, I, and I've had a lot of questions about it. And, and, and what I was saying to people is you obviously, in the build-up to Comrades, you want to find a coach whose sort of training philosophies you can work with and, and, and fit to your sort of style of running and what you're looking to get out of Comrades. But then you need to stick to that coach's advice, and that includes using that coach's pacing charts on race day. I, I use the example of a football example. It's, it's like Sir Alex Ferguson coaching Manchester United all season, but then on match day they listen to me for their uh, their match tactics it's not going to work and they're not going to win and it's pretty much the same with comrades obviously there's lots of pacing charts around online there's lots of training programs around online what advice could you give to someone in the build-up to comrades training a specific way and then using a different pacing chart on on race day look obviously it's same as when it comes to actual coaching methodologies different coaches are going to differ in their opinion on how to run on race day but I do find it a little crazy when somebody invests so much time and energy in a particular person or coach, often invests money in that coach and then decides to use their own um, pacing strategy or someone else's pacing strategy because they, they don't bind to what the coach is saying. Now, the reality is that a coach's pacing strategy is developed in part from the training program that they've given you and the way that they've prepared you to run. So, you know, if you're going to ignore that advice, there's no way that you're going to be able to get the best out of your, the best out of your day. Now, I am going to use one of my athletes as a, as an example, and I know that she won't mind. Um, but a lot of people just refuse to accept that you can run comrades with a negative split or a positive split. And I'm, I've seen it over and over and over again. And last year, we actually got three athletes in particular whose examples I can use. Um, but the one I want to use is Kate Reese, but I do not know why her results won't come up on the website in front of me since I've looked for them so many times. Um, but in a nutshell, and I have found it now, Kate went through halfway in last year's comrades in what some people consider to be not great conditions but the reality is they weren't so bad i think what happened is that for most people the weather wasn't ideal but on the back of the previous year a lot of people thought oh here we go again um but anyway the conditions weren't ideal she went through halfway in four hours 11 minutes and 12 seconds and she finished the race in eight hours 13 minutes and 20 seconds so that is a significant negative split. She went 402 in the second half of the race. Now, this is an accountant who works a full-time job and raises two children. So she cannot do ridiculous amounts of mileage and she cannot do extreme intensity because she has a full life that, that needs to be lived and people that need to look after. And that's why I always use her as a perfect example. If you set your target realistically and you base it on your training and you go through halfway in line with that goal target, particularly on the down run, you have to run faster in the second half because the whole second half is downhill. And I can't stress that enough to people. But slowly but surely, I'm getting more and more people that will listen to me and believe me. As I said last year, I had three athletes that 
either ran faster than or within 10 minutes. And for me, five to 10 minutes is still an acceptable positive split, but anything more than that, and you just went through halfway miles too fast. Um, and in fact, if I use another one of my good friends, Kirsten Lehmans, he ran just over a 10 minute positive split. So he ran a 620 and our pacing chart that we worked out for him was to get him over the finish line at 625. So he ran faster than we thought we could, but he went through halfway on target to run very close to 610. I think it was 611 or 612 and eventually faded out to 620. So if he'd just gone through halfway three or four minutes slow, and that's not a lot, he probably could have gotten close to a 615, 616. But he still ran a good, a good race and a, and a pretty well paced, um, well, he ran an excellent race and he ran a pretty well paced race. So yes, if you're going to invest time and your time into doing this properly and training for it properly on race day, get your pacing right and get the reward that you deserve. Yeah, and, and let me just state for the record there, Lindsay, Kirsten, that, that 620 wasn't for the first half. Uh, it's for the whole race. <laughs> He's an absolute machine. Lindsay Perry, thank you very much uh, for that. We'll be back again with another edition tomorrow of the Ask Coach Perry podcast. Get your question in. You can submit it on askcoachperry.com or you can get over to Lindsay's Facebook page as well. Just uh, search for Comrades Coach Lindsay Perry and you can submit it there and look forward to chatting again tomorrow. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Ask Coach Perry podcast. To get Lindsay to answer your question, go to askcoachperry.com or email myquestion at askcoachperry.com.